Welcome back. And we back. Welcome back to Melanin and Murder. Mm -hmm. I'm T. And I'm Monet. And we gonna give you some hot topics, some true crime, and some some drinking. shit, and some drinking. What you came for. Right. (laughs) So, (laughs) sorry, forgive us, we're like, maybe slightly hungover. So, you know, being that this is a, a drinking podcast, um, this is going to be a very interesting. Okay. So if we forget some stuff, it's basically like being drunk when you're tired. So. Yes. We're, we're still drunk. Actually, we're still drunk Probably. from yesterday. Yeah. So if I have a shot and everything goes oh, downhill, we have to take a shot. We do have to take a shot. <laughs> take a shot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mix it. I ain't even, I ain't even go home. Oh, yes. Can we have more shots, I, I ain't no hoe. But today, come I ain't on, no man. We about to but make some, some big shots. Today. I can't, like, I just, I just can't do it. Yeah. On today. Uh, yesterday was, was very long. It was a very, very fun, very though. brunchy, very brunchy day. Very and, Houston uh, brunchy very day. Houston you know, brunchy Sunday day. fun day yes. is our day here in Houston, so. Ooh. Yeah, it was interesting. Mimosas um, and tequila, that's all that's all we got to say. Oh, you yes. know what? We need shot glasses. Yep, we forgot that, huh? Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> We're getting can someone, can someone please. Thank you, sir. We are too. Dear sir. Appreciate you. All right, so this is what we're going to do right here. We have gin. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gonna be okay. I'm gonna be all right. And we're gonna do like half and half. Okay. Yeah. Of gin and juice. Like Shout and out half. to Snoop. Yes. Shout out to the West Coast. <laughs> this whole podcast is dedicated to the West Coast. To the West Coast, is it? Because we sipping on gin and juice. You oh, know, Snoop has West a gin. Coast. He and he has wine. Well, yeah. He. Well, you talking about Nineteen Crimes? Yeah. It's not his wine. Oh. But. Oh, he just like um. Yeah, like 19 Crimes is a thing. And then they had the special like Snooper, but Snoop has his like his own gin. Like I heard a promotion for it the other day on the radio and it was really good. I was like, okay, I kind of want to buy it. For sure. There you go. Thank you. Mucha. Cheers to Sunday Funday. Yes, on Monday. On Monday. My hands are shaky. You know, mine too, actually. Oh, God. That was disgusting, guys. It was really disgusting. That was very nasty, but okay, we're here. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so so uh, we might as well um, get into making this drink. It's so cute, though. If you're looking on YouTube, you can see this beautiful little drink that And we're if you're about not looking on YouTube, what are you doing? Right. You should head over to YouTube and check us out. Missing because out. we're cute and we give mm-hmm. you looks every single week. Don't every make week. us waste these looks. For sure. Like, I feel like I can't wear these things again. But if y'all not watching Definitely it, can. then I guess I could. Like we need now we need a clothing sponsorship because we like one outfit per week. And I know, yes. Like that. You know, if you have clothing, please let us wear it. <laughs> and return it. <laughs> and return it. So what we got girl. We doing sangria today because wine is easier to drink than hard liquor. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. And look at those fruits, giving us all of the nutrition that we are we likely need very much so definitely lacking. do not have because mm-hmm. 
drunk. Anyway. And by the way, this is with a black owned rose. Yes. Yes, way. Rose, rose is what we're using so today. Shout out to black women. Um, so let's chat. What yeah. happened this so, week? So outside of us getting wasted on Sunday. Hammer. Uh, what else did we do? Oh my gosh, this past week. So I wanted to talk about it last week, but you know, I'm kind of glad it didn't, I wasn't able to because more started to unfold with this whole fucking, uh, what's his name? Jackson, something Jackson. What's his, what's his, Derek Jackson and um, his uh, puppet. So what happened was, you know, Derek Jackson is this guy who is this, um, Apparently, you probably already know by now. This he's apparently wasn't a right. uh, was somebody that was popular that wrote books that gave relationship advice. Always condemned uh, like celebrities and say pastors if they cheated. Um, mm. Also mm. condemned the women that stayed with the cheating man mm. because mm. they must have low self esteem. That's crazy um, and are easy to manipulate. He said this about one woman in particular. Pot. Is that you? Hmm. <laughs> so, Kettle said um, that initially he did not have a relationship with these women, that he had, this Come was on, like Clinton. when they had a break, and he had, um, so this, one of his exes came forward, His her name was Candace, and this is how this whole thing blew apart, because she was like, hey, um... So he flew me out to Atlanta and I was up in his house that he shares with his wife and we had sex in their bed where they conceived their children. Not that. In their fucking bed. So (laughs) he he was like, oh no, I had this relationship with this girl, but it wasn't anything. I had a sexual relationship with her without without having intercourse because that makes fucking sense. Yeah, just a little... Just right. a taste. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense, right? Just a little dibble-dabble So sex. Right after that, these girls were like, that's complete bullshit. And he came downstairs, set up his camera, made sure he looked nice, woke his wife up or, you know, got her from doing the laundry because she must have been doing the laundry because if that was what she had on... Um, she couldn't have had anything else to wear. I, I can't imagine why a grown woman would show up on a video that's about to go out to the whole nation dressed like um, a beatnik in the 60s. She had... Uh, how do we know, though? Maybe that's just how... Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like she's that's just her. Ain't no way. She's not... Look, I know... I know, she has I know women. Exactly. I know... She's a little homely. I know some homely women and they don't care about the internet. They don't care about stuff like that. They don't yeah. care about the outfits. Obviously, we've established that she, she has some, you know, a few pantsuits as options. She has I pantsuits. I feel like she, just, she really just did not does give she, a shit. Does she always wear the bonnet? Because at this point, I've never seen her hair. I haven't on seen her, any picture. Her hair's in her Instagram. Oh, in her Instagram. Yeah. Okay, okay. If, if, uh, I need to take a look at that because, like, why the still why we the were, fuck we were looking at it the other night uh, when the poor horseman was recording, and yeah. they pulled up her Instagram. So 
Oh yeah. I mean, we need a picture so people can see what she wore though. Sorry, this girl. fucking bonnet. But you know, everybody's seen the picture. Let's be positive. Everybody's seen the picture. She can maybe start a bonnet line for women who are homely and been cheating on cheated on by their husbands and decide to stay. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's it's a market out there. It's very niche, but it's there. Um, so that was hilarious. So then, obviously, people are going in on him and now her, and she keeps making videos with different outfits and her bonnet still saying that, how dare y'all? She's um, trolling at this point. Because, no, she said that's hers. She is staying with him, no matter what, because it is God-ordained. Everything of God is in it. I'm sorry, God is not into that shit. <laughs> like, we do a melanin and murder, heavy on the murder podcast, and that's how a lot of these murder stories start. So That's very true. There's a lot of uh, shows, like Snapped. Yes. Every episode. Fatal Attraction. Yes. Um, yeah. There's Ooh. just so many. What do you like better over Snapped or, or Fatal Attraction? Like out of the two? Yeah. I like Snapped. Yes, yeah, Snapped, Snapped is, is like an OG, you know? It's 25, like over, like 28 seasons. Like how oh, many women just... We get that five murders <laughs> out, of, out of murders. But yes. Five. Snapped gets five five murders out of murders. Out of murders. murders. That yeah. makes sense? Mm-hmm. No. Should okay. Yeah. Five knives. Five. Mm-hmm. We'll just put a, a little picture five, of choke, five different <laughs> Five strangles. You know, whatever. 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 Uh, guns. Oh, that seems, uh, seems that, like I nah. crossed the line there. I crossed the line. Okay. But um, it should be like little like crossbone emojis. Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Five. We get five out of those. Five yes. skulls out of five. Five skulls for out of five. snapped. Mm-hmm. We love you. Now the next thing. Uh, did you hear about this? Have you ever heard of Jay Mazzini? He's a, apparently like this very popular Instagram influencer. Nope. I don't think it would be anybody me nor you would follow. But he has lots and lots of followers, and he's like uh, promotes. Finance, financial wealth and shit. Oh, well, God, what is he broke? No, so he recently got charged with defrauding people of two point five million dollars out of Bitcoin. All of his followers on Instagram because he told them, "Hey guys, send your Bitcoin over to me. You just can sell them to me." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna flip that hoe. No, he, well, he was gonna buy it from them for five percent over the market price. Okay. So they sent it over and he would do like screenshots to make things seem le- legitimate and people would never get their money. Uh, so he was just There's a Bitcoin. lot of, um, like that's a whole thing on Instagram. I used, to, I used to run somebody's Instagram and like the moment he started looking at Bitcoin uh, like accounts and mm-hmm. stuff, all these people were DMing him and were like, if you cash at me $600, I can invest that for you and flip it and give you 3,600. And I, I was like texting him like, don't don't send these people money, please. Like, yeah, bro, that's weird as fuck. But that's crazy. I feel like I'm sensing a trend of people who are popular on social media that give advice about things hey. and are frauds. Would you look at I that? I feel like, <laughs> who would have thought? I, just, I, I wonder <laughs> if there's something to that, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Well, not only that, though. So then one guy that he frauded. Sure. You know, let's frolic. One guy that came around, um, that wanted to confront him about it, um, 
was like, hey, dude, like you're you're clearly defrauding me and you've you frauded your other followers. And he claimed to he wanted to like put it out on social media. He's like, I'm going to tear down your character like this is fucked up what you're doing. So Jay was like, OK, no, let's let's sit down and like talk about about it over coffee. So he meets with the guy. And so not only did he got in trouble for this this wire fraud, this dude decided <laughs> that he had like two other people with him that were like 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 his muscle. And what they did was that once they got this guy um, at the meetup, they stripped him naked and then they held him um, held a machete at his throat. And he was like, if you post those things, then I will upload this video to embarrass you. What? Like that makes fucking sense. What? What? Yeah. That is the worst. The video of him threatening to kill the guy. How is that even? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's not. Exactly, like this oh shit. Oh my god, these people. Yo, I, I can't. I can't believe this happened. Like, and these are the people that that like. Yeah, I'm yawling, y'all. Yeah. Like, look up to. I hate people that like everything is goals. Everybody wants to like. Child, social blindly media. Blindly follow these people you don't even know, and everything Mm-mm. they say is gospel. And these people, these people are people. Like, not only do they not have, like, a... They're not an author, writer, athlete, actor, singer. There is nothing that makes you drawn to them outside of them being good at social media. And like, nothing at all. Yeah. And, and most of them, like, they're not even that interesting. They start off, like, we watched the documentary uh, Fake Famous. Yes. You like, can literally fake being famous yeah like do an experiment just buy a bunch of followers and then people find you more credible because you have a bunch of followers followers. and then they start following you and start giving you free shit like the shit's ridiculous just want you to have a lot of followers people are going to automatically think you're important and hopefully you may be interesting enough to where you can keep up the looks of yeah this is why i have a lot of followers because i'm cool and i'm pretty and i drink i'm interesting i actually have something about me that's and not then just me. that'll bring other real followers and then brands are like hey people like you it's so hard to get organic you. followers though so yeah, it's it just is. like bro nobody's looking at that anymore it's so sad but it it kind of it warps like our sense of reality um and that leads me into my next topic so like did you hear about this? These little girls that yeah, carjacked the guy a few days ago. Yes. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, there were these two little girls, 13 and 15 years old, um, in DC, in Southeast, um, and they tried to carjack a guy, Mr. Muhammad Anwar, uh, while he was doing an Uber Eats delivery. So they get into his car. Mind you, there's people recording this whole thing. They get into his car and try to tase him. And the guy is not letting himself get out of the car. They're trying to tase him out of the car. He's like halfway out. So they press the gas somehow and drive off and swerving because they're 13 and 15 do they do they even know how to drive drive. they crash like the car flips sideways they pull the porch guy out and at this point he's 
he's unfortunately dead, pulls him out to the side of the road. And while they're recording, like the guys, the people recording are like, you know, we're calling 911. And they're like, I got it all on tape. Like those girls tried to take this car from this guy. And these girls, one of the girls is like, so unfazed. They're yeah. both unfazed. Yeah. One it's is just really like, creepy, it's really actually. creepy. One is like, my phone is in the car. I gotta get the phone in the car while this man is laying dead on the side of them. It's the makings of fucking sociopaths. So, mm-hmm. And the sad killers. part is like, they're fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. They need to be tried as adults. They do. They, they need to be locked, locked mm-hmm. up. Because can you imagine, uh, you know, sometimes when murders happen with children being the murderer, they typically only get, say, like a few years, and they do detention, juvenile detention, and then they make it, like, two or three years outside of that. Like, and they get to live their whole lives. Like, these girls are fucking... So they're worried about your fucking phone? Yeah. They were completely... Like, that's, that's the scary part to me, the fact that they were that young and plan to do some shit like that. First of all, why are you carjacking somebody for a car that you can't drive? You don't even know how to drive. Or own. And what were you going to do? Like, go sell it for parts? Like, yeah. are you that... Um, I sell it. Are you that... But, like, you're... What... 13-year-old me, maybe it's because I can't think like that, but I'm like, 13-year-old me couldn't even fathom trying to sell a car for parts for money, but I stole the car. 13-year-old me was still secretly playing with my American Girl dolls, okay? (laughs) I was was still playing with dolls, and I I was obsessed with Clueless, and I used to read books, and I I looked forward to uh, Pizza Hut. Shit with books. I only cared about gymnastics. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking about shit like that. No. I don't even. I like. I wasn't even. Ugh. Like. I. It's creepy. It's creepy, creepy as fuck. And the fact. And I think I, it's probably like the internet that probably played a part in their upbringing and how they were just uh-huh. completely just unfazed by all of it. Desensitized. Yeah. Like, are we creating all, more sociopaths? We're like, all desensitized to everything. I think we are creating. Uh, but I also feel like you have to be born with a certain type of sociopathy yeah. to to actually commit a heinous crime like that. Sorry That's to be true. sounding like I'm on SVU, but and still not <laughs> but in New true. York City. Yeah, but and then not feel anything because you can be a desensitized person. Yeah, but something happens and then you're like, I'm shook. Yeah. And I wouldn't cause you to do that crime. No, it wouldn't cause you to do it. It's not causation, but I feel I feel like sociopaths are born and it's something in the brain. That it's is like a, fucking a topic off. for another time. Oh, we've talked about a lot of sociopaths but already, so you know. Men? Um well, uh, yeah, serial killers. <laughs> Some of them have been women. No, I know, these I know, girls, I know. These are girls. Yes, like, they're they are young children. And that shit is sad. So now like they're gonna go to jail and they're young black girls. So of course the system is gonna be super, which I, at this point, like for what they did. No, that was, yeah, I'm always like championing, like, you know, wanting people to have a chance at life because they can change. But that video right there showed that something was off and that person, at least that one girl, needs to be off the fucking streets. Yeah, but she needs help for real. She like, needs real help. Like, and psychiatry. I- Immediately. Yeah, I don't think anybody's safe. 
Not with not that. If they're no, I would be scared to be their family. Like, Can you imagine? Girl. Yeah, they probably have already done some fucked up shit. If like, if you're like, you don't wake up one day and be like, we about I'm to still go a carjack car this Uber and chase him. Like they have they've a plan. Probably, they've killed animals before. Definitely, mm-hmm. they've de- they've definitely done some fucked up shit. Yep. But that's all my murderous mess for the week. What about spirit? We're not talking about yeah. right. a guy tried to um, mid air jump out, um, open up the exit window. So uh, yeah. Uh, tried to jump out. They said like uh, one of the people on the flight, there are people on the flight was like, he went into the bathroom, came out without his shirt and then tried to open up the window. And I was just like, you know what? Reason number 5,672, I'm never writing spirits. Spiritless. The, the, the Spirit bus is of the sky. The bus of the, not, the, <laughs> not the nice bus either. Cause they got no. some nice buses. <clears throat> The city bus. I see a lot of like um, travel vloggers and and influencers and stuff, and they're like, "This is how I get all these good rates." And I, you know, I'll click their page to see how they got a fifty nine dollar flight to Mexico or something. And they're like, "Oh, Frontier and Spirit." And then they get, you know, people really get upset with you when you say mm-hmm. you don't like to fly Spirit or Frontier. And here's the thing. I, I am not. Some people are so upset about that. So, like, like, they have stock Do you have in stock Spirit. in it? Do you invest? Why are you, is this you your so upset, bro? It, Maybe they did. Maybe they love people. Shit. Some people. Because why? Because those people probably really love uh, ramen noodles on their flights. Bro, you can't. <laughs> I remember you told me that. I never forgot about that. But my thing no with Spirit, like, okay. And correct me if I'm wrong, if you are an avid spirit flyer, but yes, you might find a $40 flight from Houston to uh, Rome. Yeah. Cool. But (laughs) (laughs) that's cool. Um, You're going to pay. Obviously, if you're going from Houston to Rome, you need a lot of luggage because you're probably going to be in Rome for like two weeks. For for all the luggage you're taking on that flight, Spirit is going to charge your ass like one hundred dollars for for checked luggage. They're going to charge you for carry ons. They don't give you food, drinks. They don't give you shit. You damn near don't have a seatbelt, like so. You de- yeah, you got to pull down the the middle yeah, part. Yeah, you got to put that. Your seat. It's, your a, it's literally a That's bus a seat. I am sorry, if, especially in a COVID world, I do not want to sit on a community bus seat Mm-mm. with a shit own. I want a chair. I want a chair. I want my own seat. It should curve With underneath my butt the sides of should my should be separated knees. from your hips. I, the first time I flew Spirit, I was astounded at those seats. I was, I was like, this is what I pay for? But so at the end of it all, you're still paying like $400 for your flight after all the fees that they're going to put yeah, on your it shit. It ends up being the same price, guys. And taxes. And, and, I, and you said to Rome, I really hope Spirit is not going outside. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Please don't go outside the country. I they go really to, they definitely go not. to Mexico. Okay, I can see that. It's still part of it. Like, y'all don't need to be flying across I'm going to research seas. all the country Spirit flies to, and we're going to talk we'll about this We'll give you an update. Time. But that's all of the murderous mess <laughs> of this past mess, week. Mess, what will next mess. week bring us? Dun, dun, dun. Wait and see. Dun, dun, SVU. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait. How does it go? Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Yep. Yeah, it's just twice. Yep. Dun, dun. Um, so, our stories for this week. That's you. Okay, so. 
Oh, oh wait. My so gosh, we have our am drinks. I forgetting my girl's name. We have our drinks while she's looking things up. This is going to be a sangria made with rose wine. I added gin just because I feel like all sangrias have to have some type of liquor in it and um i use two types of wine i use rosé and i also use stella rosa blueberry <clears throat> wine now i do not advocate for sweet wines like that like for drinking but when I you're using rosé. it as an addition i use it as a flavor mm -hmm. more than uh for just like i wouldn't i will never drink a glass of blueberry wine Mm. I will never drink a glass of blueberry wine. Do not ever send me some flavored wine. I go to like the, the vineyards. Sometimes you go to the vineyards, they'll have like their their fruit wines and taste it. Yeah, I'll taste nice. it. But you will never choose it. No, hell no. So anyway. On your own. So <laughs> that's, that. so that's what Aren't we're those drinking Aren't so, more today? so meant for desserts? And then people they just They are dessert wines yeah. like Moscato. Moscato is a dessert wine, but people choose to feel like they're drinking a nice glass of wine you like what you like the funny thing is moscato like is like. like the new age of i remember growing up i feel like all the aunties used to drink white uh, zinfandel oh. mm -hmm. white zinfandel mm -hmm. is like yeah after drinking whatever year it was then moscato yep same thing essentially um <laughs> but um so the reason i'm dressed so country western today 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 is because I have a story that has been deemed the Dixie Chicks murder. Oh, no. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. Oh, it's so interesting. Shout out to the Dixie Chicks. Shout out Dixie Chicks who really played a part in this. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened was, this was back in 2004. Was this like the political shit whenever they were? Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Never. No. I actually really like the Dixie Chicks. Like, they're I one know, of my favorite too. country groups. Um, they really had nothing to do with this, and they kind of just got pulled into this damn murder. They had a slight, uh, one of their songs had a part to do with this. Okay. Um, so we're going back to 2004. Uh, we are in... Um, I'm you wearing know, pink and black. Think uh -huh. of what you're wearing. Yes, there. So uh, this Blue happens Blue out in Arkansas. Very uh -huh. small town in Arkansas where Arkansas. it's only about, a, um, I think, maybe not under 2,000 people in this city. This is very, very small. You either, you just grow up there and you stay there and you work hard and that's pretty much it. You have babies there and yes. babies stay there. That's pretty much it. So that's, there's a really, really country town in Arkansas. So what happened, um, well, let's paint the picture. There's this couple, Dennis Coates and Beverly Coates. Man. And, um, you know, Dennis is a, is a real country guy. So everybody says super strong, but, you know, he'll fight for you. He loves to get in fights. Beverly is, you know, they love each other. They seem to talk to each other very sweet. Did um, Beverly have feathered hair? I feel like she had feathered hair. Mm -hmm. She did. <laughs> uh -huh. She had that, you know how it like swirls in the front? Yes. She had that <laughs> in 2004. Um, so, um, Beverly and Dennis used to love to go out to this place called the Skull Cracker. Mm -hmm. This is their favorite bar. It had a reputation for being dangerous, but you know, Dennis and loved racist. it. Yeah, and I'm sure. I'm sure the whole town was, well, honestly. Yeah, obviously. I don't think there was a black person in the town. But um, so um, they're out one, one day and they meet up with an old friend that um, 
was initially from another small city in not far from that small city in Arkansas. Uh, but they knew her because uh, she had moved when she was younger and she went to school with them. So she knew one of them, uh, but she moved back to the city. Her name was Judy Flanagan. And Judy um, and her brother, um, Big Booty. Big Judy, Judy. I don't know if she had a big booty, but Judy. (laughs) Her last name was Flanagan. Judy and her brother Dale, I believe his name was. I could be wrong, but Judy and her brother Dale moved to the city and they lived together. And then they they really like hit it off with the Colts. So they used to hang out with them all the time. Like they were all friends. So one one day um, they all went out one night the next day Beverly goes to her neighbor's house who is a policeman and she's like I'm really worried Dennis didn't come home last night um, I I feel like this is not like him something I feel like something's wrong so the neighbor was like okay well you know still kind of early but like um, I'm off duty but I'll see what I can do mm-hmm goes into the office and uh, not much later after that he gets a call that there's a dead body that was found near the wildlife preserve or while two people uh, son and, and, and father were um, ATVing and they came across this dead body mm-hmm. so he's like the policeman was like man I have this feeling in my gut that this is probably Dennis and sure enough it was, it was so they try to retrace the steps to try to figure out what happened. So the last person to see Dennis was Judy. Mm, okay. Their friend. So Judy says, <coughs> we were coming home from the bar. We all came home from the bar, bar but it was the Beverly and her brother went home uh, sooner. Judy and Dennis were coming from the bar in, in his car. Um, and they were almost home, but... Mm-hmm. These guys in a white van stopped by and was like, hey, Dennis, like. White vans are always creepy. Right. And they were like, hey, Dennis, like, let's go to this bar and uh, let's go back to the bar. And he was like, "Okay, yeah, I want to go have some more drinks. So she said she drove his car back to, to his house and he got in the car with them and left. So that was the last time she see she seen him. Um, police go talk to his wife, Beverly. She tells a kind of similar story. She came back home. Judy um, was with him. Judy, you know, dropped the car home, but, um, and they had the same story. Uh, Dale was apparently sleeping this whole time. So he had no idea <laughs> what the fuck was going on. Dale was me. So, so um, the police are kind of like, huh, this is very interesting, but we gotta like, we gotta delve a little bit deeper. So then they go to take a look at Dennis's car, his truck to try to get any evidence from that night. Okay. So they look around and everybody, this is a small town. So everybody knows Dennis does sheetrock. He never washes his car apparently. Mm. They're like, I don't think he's ever washed his car ever in life. <laughs> so they noticed that his truck was clean. Oh Lord. So they were like, okay, Na- this is weird. Nosy neighbors, they'll uh-huh. tell you. So they pulled that car in, they took that car in, and then what they did was they assessed the chemicals in that back, in the tailgate part. Okay. So um, they noticed that it was cleaned with bleach. Well. I'm like, you don't wash a car with bleach. <laughs> 
And dish Ooh. and liquid dish oh, dishwashing detergent. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. A little Dawn, a little bleach. A little Dawn and bleach is what they did. So they were like, okay, so for them to clean this out, they had to open the back part and rinse it out. Maybe doesn't want to drink. Mm -hmm. drink right? <laughs> Hair of the dog. I'm bored. So then what happens is that <laughs> they were like, they, they washed it out. So something might have collected, you know, in that in-between part when you put the, the truck, the back of a truck down. So if you imagine like oh, cleaning when the, the flip, back the tailgate part, part. Uh -huh. okay. so they, they assessed the, the other little parts underneath there and they sure enough found blood and hair. Oh, it was Dennis's blood and hair. Uh -huh. Autopsy was done and they found a piece of a knife also broken off into Dennis and he had been stabbed multiple times and they also noticed that there wasn't a lot of blood in the area where he was dropped off. Um, so for the wound he had, it had to be done at a different location. But he did have a piece of a knife broke off into his chest. So, wait, so Big Booty Judy brought his, his that, okay, she mm -hmm. brought his car home, right? Mm -hmm. And they found blood in that car. Yes, in okay. his own car. All mm -hmm. right. So, do you know what else they found in there? They found a, a tape. Mm -mm. <laughs> But we'll get into that some good shit. Uh -oh. They find a tape, a uh, cassette tape, uh, the Dixie Chick song um, by Earl. Ah, you know that song okay. by Earl. Okay, somebody you was heard angry. That song? Yes, somebody was angry. So the police were like, "This was the only song on that cassette tape." Ooh. So it was in there, and oh, it, it was to be like playing a, it over a, a... and over and over again. Oh. If you ever heard the song Goodbye Earl it's about two friends that plot to kill one of the friend's husbands hmm. and the way that he died was eerily similar to what is described in that in Dixie song. Chick song uh -huh. yes so the police then talk to Judy about it because they're like this is some weird shit mm -hmm. somebody's lying so Judy says okay so I'm starting to remember some this starting to come back to me. I, I forgot. Remember. I'm getting flashbacks. But OK, um, I have something I want to say. What I want to say to y'all is that, um, yes, Beverly uh, told me to try to kill her husband. And they also knew just through rumors in the city because it's a super small town. Right. So other things that they knew was where it was like Beverly apparently tried to uh, poison her husband before by making some chili and putting a whole, all these pills, a full prescription of Xanax into Ooh. it. And his, their kids were like, uh, yeah, he was like passed out sleep for like two to three days on our couch. And their oh. mom was just like, don't, don't, don't bother him. Oh my and then she God. was like, the, the daughter was like, I remember my mom saying, you know, don't eat that uh, chili cause it's bad. I got to throw it out. But she let her husband eat it. Uh -huh. And probably made him like three bowls. But he survived. Okay. Damn. So, that was a, a heavy sleep. Other rumors going around in the city was you that. You never had a Zen Yeah. Bro. The whole prescription. Like, I don't know how he didn't die, honestly. No, like dead ass. Yeah, but he was a big, like, tough uh, guy. So everybody was really, it was crazy that he was even in the situation where he was murdered. And this was the first murder they ever had in that in city. In that whole town. Um, so Beverly, uh, it was also known that um, she was having a, a relationship with 
Judy's brother, Dale. It wasn't a secret, apparently. Many people in the city knew that she was messing around with him because, in fact, Beverly had cheated on a dentist many times with multiple men in the city. Beverly. And he would, like, go out and she would leave the town and he would go find her and bring her back. Aww. Yeah. Where was his bonnet? Ooh, Captain but, but Lee, just let it go. He needed his bonnet. She's Maybe for that the streets. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what they were what, what what were people calling it the uh, the bonnet her uh helmet of foot no that's what she called it herself oh. she was like you see a bonnet i see a helmet to protect me from god Hel or a Hel helmet of god Hel Wait, it wasn't helmet of god though what was the helmet something of like it <laughs> something like it helmet of honor or something like I that i see a helmet of honor you see a camouflage Ooh, shirt I see my war wear. Bro, where did she? Because I'm a warrior where of God. Did she, where did she really find that camouflage shirt in 2021? Oh, well, I don't even want to put that on Walmart. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just didn't know where you know, else. I didn't know where else to go. When you don't want you don't want this Walmart. I don't want this Walmart. Walmart, you don't deserve that. I don't God, think you did that. that. So, All right. I so he, okay, so yes. So these were the rumors kind of swirling around the city. So of course the detectives kind of took that into play too. They also did a polygraph test on Judy and it came back deceptive um, before wow. she told her story. So that's why she was prompted to say like, oh yeah, so Beverly told me she wanted him killed and, and she was like, you better do it and you better do it right this time. So she was like, when we're coming back from the bar, I lured him to this wildlife preserve and I told him I was gonna have sex with him. So they go park out there and she says, he puts down the back part and puts down a tarp for them to have sex. Romance. <laughs> and she said, why did he do that? He, she stabbed him. She stabbed him and she killed him, she said. Stabbing um, is usually a, a crime done by women, mm -hmm. in case you were wondering. Yeah, and she says that, you know, Beverly wasn't around, but she told her to do it. Um, and her brother was nowhere around. Now, only like a couple weeks later, her whole story changes and she's back. She comes back and she's like, so actually, you <laughs> know, uh, so that's not what happened. It was all four of us in the car. Actually, my brother was sleeping in the car and we were all driving from the club together. And um, Dale, I'm sorry, Dennis pulled over because Dennis and Beverly were like, we're going to have sex in the back of the car. So that one thing is consistent, at least. He was going to have And she sex. was like, when when they were getting ready, she said she looked or she she thought they were having sex. She looked back and she sees Beverly stabbing him. And then Beverly is like, Judy, you better keep your mouth shut. I'm going to force you to slit his throat so that you're a part of this, too. Uh, so that was the new story then. That's a lot of stories. Two things are consistent. Dale was gonna have the sex in the car. Yes. And Dale was asleep. Dale was asleep. I mean, but the thing was, Dennis was such a big guy mm -hmm. that the police were like, we don't know if he had a part of it because mm -hmm. maybe, like, how they did this had woman to, do that? You have help dragging his mm -hmm. ass. So then also Judy was like, um, what, what happened with the murder weapon? She was like, we drove off, um, I threw it into off of this bridge. So these police in this small town, the way they tried to ret retrieve the murder weapon is they put, attached a magnet to a string and they set 
on the uh, <laughs> over the bridge for two hours, Gone and they you. caught something. And what they catch? Not the murder. They one. got a knife with part of it broken off, Ain't a kitchen no knife. They got so fucking lucky, y'all. Of course, it had no DNA. Um, so because Judy um, confessed to the murder, she got time in prison. Um, Beverly got some, but they couldn't really pin it on her because there was no DNA proof. But Beverly is out living her life. Uh, her, her children hate her. Um, Judy's in prison and don't know where Dale is. Sleep. Probably sleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably asleep right now. At this very Dale, moment. If one thing is consistent <laughs> with Dale. Like, if this is really, you know. He like, is either sleeping always, or sleeping with your wife. This is, this is like <laughs> drug history. Like, if this was drug history, they would like pan to an actor playing Dale and Dale would be. And then Dale, <laughs> <laughs> Dale is asleep. <laughs> Consistently sleeping. That's, I mean. Can I have that napkin, friend? Yeah, this like the red stuff is dripping on. You me. can't, you can't get in trouble. Oh my god! If you sleep the whole time, you really can't. So, so um, that's my story, <sighs> and oh, I'm sticking to it as much as Judy did. Big booty Judy. That's yeah. unfortunate. I, she I, probably got a, a, a wife in prison now. Actually, Judy, I think Judy had a very flat booty. So flat. I booty know. Judy. I just, you know, it just go okay. Flat booty Judy. Yes. Um, so my that's interesting. My story also includes somewhat of a, a a triangle of sorts. Don't they all? And it also includes catfishing. Oh yes. <laughs> so love the story a catfishing is wild. scandal. Uh, early two thousand. Still, it's like two thousand. Prime time for catfishing. Two thousand four to two thousand six, somewhere around. Still there. wearing pink and black. I'm still in pink and black, and uh, I have a snapping. I have a Jordan heels on. Yeah, <laughs> I really do. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's a true story. <laughs> you had some of those. So I had okay. So don't don't come at me, internet. I had a black halter top because halter tops were a big yes, thing. Yes, yes, they were. With a, a pink I mean, and, no judgment, pink and black. You never told me you had Jordan heels. Okay, I wore them one time. <laughs> pink and black. <laughs> striped uh, skirt, very flowy skirt, and pink and black Jordan heels on. Was it an asymmetrical skirt? Yes, it was. (laughs) How did I know that, guys? very asymmetrical. (laughs) And I had pink feather earrings and pink and black bracelets that I got from Charlotte Roos. And that was my 18th birthday outfit. Sounds like a very cute 2005, 2004 outfit. It was 2004. Fun fact, I got, uh, not food poisoning, I had a stomach virus (gasps) on my 18th birthday and I ended up in the emergency room. In that outfit. God damn. I literally crawled. What a way to bring into 18. I crawled in my mom's room, like on my hands and knees (laughs) because I couldn't, like, I was I'm sorry, in so much pain. No, it's I'm grown now. <laughs> and let me tell you how my mom was mad at me. She she gave me no sympathy because she thought I was drunk. Aww. And she thought I was throwing up because I had been drinking all night. I did not have I had one drink the entire evening <laughs> of my, my birthday. And we went to the emergency room and she was still mad at me. She wasn't even talking to me. And I was Aww. just like <laughs> throwing up the whole time. Not until they because you know they had to give me a test. They were like, Well, we have yeah. to see if you've been drinking. So I took a uh, 
urine test and it came out negative for anything. Right. That's when she started being nice to me. She was like, oh, my boy, baby. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was like, leave me alone. Like, you, 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 you need you to send me. You're so mean. Not believe me. Well, anyway, yeah, I don't ever believe shit. They really don't. Um. So yes. So we're early 2000s in a small town outside of Buffalo, New York. Mm. Uh, there is this guy named Brian. He's 22. Brian is a college student. He's quiet, like a little nerdy guy. He has like no enemies from what it seems, and ends up being shot dead in his truck in the parking lot of uh, the factory where he worked. So oh, the police and the, uh, the, the murder okay. weapon was a, like a military grade weapon. Oh, <clears throat> this was a white person that did this. This is all white people. So um, Brian actually was in his car. His body was in his car for two days before it was found by some coworkers and police came they checked out the scene they pretty much didn't really find anything no dna like but they did see that he was shot at close range so they were like well that's something he probably knew his killer oh gosh so they started asking around um for friends and people he knew among his co-workers he worked at a factory um and then they found out that one of his how it started they found out that one of his co-workers thomas Thomas is in his 40s. He's married, lives a very like suburban life. He has yeah. teenage daughters, like very like, you know, typical, boring, normal shit. Thomas engaged in an online relationship with a, a girl named Jessica. Jessica was 17 and she went by the name, the online name, Tall Hot Blonde. And <laughs> of course, of course she did. Sounds believable. <laughs> so the um, <laughs> most believable screen name I've right, ever. Blonde. And Jessica like sent him pictures of her in you know skimpy swimsuits and things like that. And Thomas just fell in love. And Jessica was probably Jessica Simpson, huh? <laughs> no, she Jessica was Jessica. Jessica, <laughs> Jessica and Jessica, Jesse. She went by. She went by Jesse. And before you know it, Thomas was smitten. He was in love with Jesse, even though he was a grown ass man and he had daughters like Jesse's age. And he was in a, a like a chat room that was for teens, and that's where they met. But yeah. uh, they soon like they were texting incessantly. They were texting all the time and shit was like very raunchy and explicit mm. and he's like I wish, mm. I wish you were inside of me and jesse's like mm. <laughs> wait 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 he said he said i, I, wish, wish, you you, I wish i wish i was inside you I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> That, that, that's a bit different. Oh, <laughs> Guy, am I right? Mm -hmm. um, but no, he said, I wish I was inside you. She's like, mm -hmm. and, and so Jesse would, um, she would mail him her thong panties and stuff. Like it was getting hot and steamy. Mm. And that's a, so, okay, so Jesse lived in West Virginia. So she, she didn't do things but like go to KKK rallies and, uh, <laughs> I would say Trump rallies, but that was early 2000s. But like, so, you know, Jesse, she, she didn't have, she didn't have shit to do at that time, but KKK rallies. It's West Virginia. Isn't that like ATV and nah. bonfires? 
Yeah, bonfires with uh, KKK people. Okay, with yeah, yeah. With, okay, yeah. With the burning cross. It's, exactly. Okay. It's it's West Virginia people. Okay. <laughs> I, come on. So um so yeah so Jesse is mailing her her thong bikinis to uh, New York to Thomas's oh. house his house where his family lives mind you. And they're getting all hot and steamy. And Thomas eventually proposes to his online 17-year-old girlfriend. And she accepted. Online? Yes. Mm -hmm. well, he texted it. her. Like, will you marry me? Oh, that was like, before emojis, too. Yep, so he was, just said it. He just, he just was like, he didn't even you, will send you marry a, a me? ring emoji. Mm -mm. Damn. And so people, <clears throat> you know, they're like, okay, they never even met. Like, this shit is crazy. Right. What are y'all doing? One day, <laughs> Thomas's wife she's cleaning or something and she stumbles upon a dresser drawer that's full of jesse's panties and so she's like what the fuck and i guess he kept the the envelopes and the letters or something like a dumbass so she got jesse's address her home address and mailed jesse a picture of the real thomas oh my oh so i forgot that part thomas oh, so he was thomas was acting as a a, a young 20-something buff Marine who's a current Marine and Thomas the 40 year old yeah used to be a Marine so it was easy for him to keep up these conversations so he was young at young tall dark and yeah exactly to the tall hot blonde yeah. <laughs> and so he's, he even sent her pictures of some random Marine with like dark hair muscular Marine he found he was going on the tall, internet knew he was um, gonna go with that and so yeah, so that's who Jesse thought she was in a relationship with. So mm -hmm. his wife was like, "Gotcha, bitch." Mm -hmm. So she mailed Jesse pictures of the real Thomas. Look at his fat. <laughs> exactly. That's what, Look what I gotta sleep next to every night with your dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what you're mailing your panties to. This is what you're doing. He's balding. He's balding. And he's trying he to hold a, on to it. He's a greasy ass. He he's got a dad bod with a gut, and he tucks and he it straight in under his. And gut. he wears axe as cologne, and this is this is what you falling for. <laughs> and so Jesse is just like horrified, and she's like, "Oh my god, why would he do this to me?" Oh my god! So then she started hitting up Brian, the guy who got shot. Brian oh, and Thomas worked in the same factory, and they were friends. And when she kind of hit up Brian, like, "Hey." Uh, Thomas told me that y'all were friends and I just got these pictures of him in the mail. And I, is this true? Is this what he looks like? And Brian is like, yeah, that's him. And so she was just like heartbroken because you know, like they yeah. had this thing going for like a year. You've seen all the episodes of Catfish. Yeah, or you've seen you one, already, you've seen, you've all seen them all. And um, always hurt. And like, really? You really thought she were dating Bow Wow Girl? Like, come on now. Or Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Really? There was a Houston woman that got catfished by Bruno Mars. To her defense, he, he did a very impressive uh, look-alike of Bruno Mars. The Nigerian For a Nigerian kid? guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that y'all are laughing at me. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> 
Mind you, I saw his picture. He definitely looked nothing like Bruno Mars. What's that picture of people to see? That man looked nothing like, like Bruno Mars. Because he had his hair perm. If you were, if you were, he had his hair wondering. perm. No, he didn't. You saw the one with the hair perm? Then he had the little bandana? Girl. That one? This lady gave this man, <laughs> she gave this man money. She wired it to a Chase bank. Because... <laughs> Because Bruno, quote, Bruno said he needed money to help pay for his tour. Yeah. <laughs> come, come on now. Bruno Mars. Lady, come on. So anyway. Go to his GoFundMe. Stop. Um, <laughs> where was I? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bruno Mars. Why you went there. You went there. I know. I know. Um, yeah, okay, so Brian is trying to comfort Jesse because she's so heartbroken and she's like, I can't believe he lied to me this whole time. And Brian's like, oh, it's going to be okay. And of course, the comfort led to flirting. And then Brian and Jesse ended up in an online relationship. Jesse's still at the Klan rallies in West Virginia. Brian's in New York. Brian's the friend. Brian's the 22 year old friend that ended up getting shot and killed. But started talking to Jesse and they oh like oh my god they fell in love and Jesse was like I can't believe he did this to me I need you to do me a favor I need you to like ruin his name so Brian oh. told everybody at work like this dude was talking to a 17 year old online and his whole his reputation was ruined and he was pissed and he started threatening both of them and he oh he, he hit Jesse up and was like you made me out to be a child molester. Nobody at work is talking to me anymore. Like, blah, blah. So the police at this point, they found all of this out and they're like, cool. Obviously there's motive there for him to kill Brian, right? Yes. But they need more. They have no evidence. Um, but at this point, they think Jesse, Jesse's life may be in danger because he threatened both of them. So they had police go to West Virginia, <laughs> go to Jesse's house. They knock on the door and an older woman answers. And she's like, oh, yeah, Jesse's my daughter. Like, what's what's going on? And the police are like, we believe she may be in danger. And she's like, well, and so she's nervous. And she's like, well, Jesse's not here. And I don't have a way to get in touch with her. And the police are like, why is she acting so nervous? They thought, um, Thomas might have been in there holding her hostage mm -hmm. or something. So they were like, ma'am, can we come in? Cause we feel mm -hmm. like you're not safe. This lady's name is Mary. Mary breaks down and she confessed. She's like, Jesse's my daughter, but I've been pretending to be Jesse the whole time. <laughs> Horrible fucking mother. I'd be she, so mad if my mom bro, was using pictures of me too. As a 17 year old. Yes, Mary used her 17-year-old daughter's pictures to seduce two men on the interwebs and she confessed that she was lonely. Mary is married in her 40s. Oh, She's child. not young, a tall, hot oh, blonde. Please don't let that ever be me. Bruh. I don't, I don't, Bruh, ever. don't ever let me embarrass myself. Ever. Like, like, there's no reason, no possible situation that could ever happen. It's literally not that serious, bro. So she did, she did the same thing. And she was like, well, I felt sorry for Thomas because he, you know, he's, 
he seemed like he needed somebody to talk to, so I did that. And Brian, that wasn't supposed to happen. Like, it just got carried away. And the police were trying to figure out, like, maybe there was a way they could charge her for something. Because she, oh, she yeah. made all of this shit happen. Like, but they, they couldn't find anything. So the police ended up um, searching. Oh, so they searched... Thomas's phone records and of course he was in the area of where Brian got shot at the time and uh, Thomas's alibi was that he went to dinner that night and he was home by 10. The police talked to his wife and his wife was not with the shits. His wife was like, actually, that nigga didn't come home till 11. Arrest him. And the police were like, oh, uh, all right. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, his wife. So they were like, okay, his alibi doesn't check out. Phone records put him there. So they searched his home. And they saw. She said, "Put his ass on the jail. The, under Get his the jail. ass away from me." They found. Um, they eventually like saw a picture of his house where uh, like his guns and stuff were, and where his guns were supposed to be. There was supposed to be a military rifle, <laughs> and that rifle wasn't there. So the police were like, "That's fishy," because yeah. Brian got shot with a military rifle. Oh my god! He ended up being arrested, but they still. <gasps> didn't have any DNA. The police, uh, he refused to give his DNA up, but uh, Thomas was drinking a soda while he was in the interview room. And so if you know anything about the law, that's up for grabs. So the police took his soda mm-hmm. can, took his DNA, it matched to a peach. Oh, we're dealing with a bunch of dummies. <clears throat> oh, yeah. oh, this whole oh, episode yeah. is just, just full of dummies. dummies. It matched the DNA on a peach, um, what you call it, a seed? Yeah, being yeah. in a peach. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, yeah. Uh, matched the DNA that was at the scene of the crime. Uh, threw his ass in jail. He like <laughs> he tried to commit suicide while he was in jail. So he was eating his wife left him. He, he ate a peach and threw and it on threw the ground, it on the ground. And then killed a man and just thought that was right here. That was yeah. fine. Um, so his wife left him. His daughters didn't want anything to do with him. That's embarrassing. He ended up confessing to the crime and got sentenced to 20 years. And Mary, AKA Jesse, nothing happened to her uh, criminally, but her husband divorced her. And the real Jesse has just like, doesn't want anything to do with her at all, as she should. I mean, because that shit is embarrassing as fuck. I'd be like, mom, like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Using my You got somebody killed. With my pictures. With my pictures. I'm the like, tall bro. hot blonde. And you almost got me in trouble. Like, get the fuck out right. of here. Right, the police came knocking on the I wouldn't say get the me. fuck out of here to my mom, but like, shit. I think it. Got married, kind of deserved it. <laughs> that's At that up. point, you deserve to be told, get the fuck out. Bruh, that is, that's a good story. And it, it was like, like, Brian was the only one that wasn't catfishing. And he was the one that ended up getting killed. Everybody, everybody was catfishing, not knowing they Poor were catfishing. Thing. Yeah, he was the You're only so one that right. was fine. That's a damn shame. Gains. Ain't that? Can't tell the truth to these people. God damn. Well, that was a good story, friend. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> and well, if you've learned anything from today, it's um, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Stay sleep. 
stay sleep. No wear bonnets because you will get cheated. Don't wear helmets. Helmet of honor. Don't wear helmets of honor. Don't wear bonnets outside of sleeping the bedroom because you will get cheated on. You might get cheated on without that too, but yeah, that's true too. Like, um, yeah, I don't really have good advice there. I don't. I don't oh yeah, no. Yeah. I, so, but if you, but definitely do that if you want to get cheated on. Like, oh yeah, if you want to get cheated on, maybe you have like a prenup where you have to get cheated on and just to, stay to with them. Your, yeah. Oh, the funniest meme, y'all. Before we leave, the funniest meme that I saw this week was in place of Derek and his wife. It was them sitting there, but it was the picture of Paige and Chris from Married at First Sight. That shit was Because hilarious. she is just like, the nigga, I don't know what he wants. I think he wants her to leave. Like he, he is so fucked up that he's like, she has to leave. And she's like, no, we're together, we're married. And I think that's pissing him off. But he is such but a, he can't he's leave. such a fucking dumbass he and such leave. an asshole that he he refuses and he doesn't take accountability, so that makes him a narcissist. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I don't want to be the one to like call this off because I signed up for a show saying I wanted to get married where I, where I was engaged three months prior about the person before I saw them. I'm sorry. The moment my quote-unquote husband to, like said I was undesirable and not his type you 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 gotta go at like, the you're, wedding you're done at the wedding like we just he told I that do. to her friends he told that to her friends at the wedding that she was not a trophy and he's still alive to tell the story couldn't be me I don't con- okay, I, mean, I don't we, con- oh, condone. we talk about these stories to be like couldn't be me couldn't be but, me couldn't be me Lord please don't ever let me put me in any of these situations he would've got hit because I would've just like left a bottle or something like you not about to say I am undesirable and I'm not your type after we got married I don't care if it's your first time seeing me you're not about to say that I, I just I don't care and our friends you're not that fine you damn but you know what her first friend he's not he's ugly and her friends ain't shit because for not even all these episodes I've seen everybody else's friends but her and she being stupid as fuck so where the fuck are y'all my husband and it should have said something at the wedding future husband if you tell my friends that I'm not your type and my friends don't kill you none of y'all are for me Neither, like, nobody. Everybody. Everybody is. <laughs> everybody at the damn wedding. Everybody's my friends. You. Fuck the you. The family, the bartender. Fuck you. The caterer. Pastor. The cake. I apologize, but fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. God forgive me, go. God forgive me, but fuck you, pastor. That's how, how, that's how that's going to go. And that's the lesson of today. <laughs>